before anything, I got to shout out my good sister, Low Key, my Low Key Low, for her generous contribution. She's a regular guest on the show, but I wanted to let y'all know, I was telling y'all, we had a surprise this week. We got a new theme song, y'all. No more copyright infringement. No more. We got this new theme song. This is the first episode of the new theme song. It's a new era in the play-by-play analysis. Here it is. Play-by-play analysis, Devin Nashby on the mic, so you know it's hella lit, better plug your headphones in, on Apple Podcasts, and we up on Spotify, on Anchor 2, no parachute, we so fly, we talking sports and music, what's the newest, and that culture, better stream, yeah you better tune in, it ain't gonna cost ya, we talking sports and music, what's the newest, got exclusives, yeah we do this play-by-play, follow the page, eh? if you don't know, don't worry. What's happening, you guys? Shout out to everybody out there listening. It is your boy, Devin Nashby. We're here at the Play-By-Play Analysis. Devin Nashby, SK Play-By-Play. If you know, you know. If you don't know, don't worry about it. New show, new season, new theme song. The theme of the day is just brand new. Fresh starting. All of that. And a new guest, too. My boy. The voice of all voices. Baldwin, what's going on, bro? Man, what's good, Devin? How, how you feeling, man? Y'all hear that voice? Y'all hear that voice? This man, he's going places. You know, aren't, what you been up to? Aren't you doing, like, voice animation now? Or acting? Voice acting? Oh, yeah, I, I've been doing, like, a... So doing freelance voiceover. And, you know, I've I've started, you know, writing stuff. I mean, not, you know, journalism, but... Stop, like I've been trying to like practice my hand at it, and you know, working on a couple of projects. I I can't say much on them, but if and when everything works out, you'll be one of the first to know. Oh, got it, got it. All right, yeah, we always love to see it. You know, Morgan State out here just doing great things. All of us out here, so we love to hear it, bro. But we know one of the things about Baldwin because. A good friend of mine since the Morgan State days. This man is a Marvel enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Definitely been a Marvel enthusiast. And that's the reason that he's here. Because we're here to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, at this point, if you haven't seen it, go sit down and watch all six episodes. They're all up on Disney Plus. Now, if you don't have a Disney Plus account, I feel, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> because, you know... That show, and I hate to sound like a prisoner of the moment, but I'm going to do it anyway. That show is probably the best piece of work that Marvel has put out up to this point. You know, it's it's one of the best. and uh, Not the best, I'll take that back. It's one of the best. It's up there with oh, yeah. Endgame and Infinity War and Civil War and all that good stuff. But... My thing is, I actually thought it was going to be a movie. I was kind of surprised that they turned it into a six-episode show, but I guess with everything that happened with COVID, it kind of just worked out. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, especially when you saw how they had to push back Black Widow. So, yeah. So, Still but, don't know when that movie's coming out. July 9th. Really? Yep, July 9th. I, and the only reason I know that is because, well, we'll... I'll talk about that later. But anyway, but um, what was your thoughts of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? You know, just overall, now that it's over. At first, I mean, well, overall, I find it's cool. I mean, it's cool. It it Because, uh, like, coming after the WandaVision hype, it, 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 it's a very, those are very, it's a very large pairs of, pair of shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. You know, because WandaVision had everyone... On the editor seat and everything, and just like theorizing and just everything. I will say, I like because when it was announced, I'm like, at first, I actually waited to like episode what three or four because I wasn't that you know and like drawn to it. Mm-hmm. And 
I think after like a friend bullied me into watching it, not bully, but you know, it's all love. Right. Um, I really enjoyed it more than I expected it to. For me, I liked WandaVision. I, I actually, I really enjoyed WandaVision, you know, once it picked up. But with that being said, mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was a tad bit better. Like, it just, I think it started mm-hmm. out the gates a little bit stronger. <sighs> and, I mean, maybe it's just me, but as far as what, fine. what I'm used to with Marvel, it started mm-hmm. out the gates a little stronger. It wasn't quite as confusing to catch up to at first. Because mm-hmm. like, that was my thing with WandaVision. The first two episodes, like, if you weren't paying attention, then you wouldn't have got what was going on, you know? True. And... Yeah, so this this one it was like yo, it was. That's why I thought. I mean, it was put together as if it were a movie. You, you know, like you got an action scene right off the top. Like, oh man, this man about to fly into Lebanon. <laughs> you got flies on a plane, just kicking ass, taking names later. Like, you know, my man Sam. You know, you know. Then we then we meet Sam's family because that was something we hadn't learned a lot about in the other shows and stuff. So, you know, my thing with that is that we 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 learn a lot about uh, you know Marvel has an interesting way of the way they talk about racism. You know, <clears throat> we learn that you know Falcon can save the world and Literally. still couldn't get a bank loan. What what, what kind of blew me and and. I'm surprised, like, there's no Avengers payroll. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, Tony. Somebody said Tony Stark had like, these dudes in a 360 deal. It's for real. <laughs> like, I don't know, Steve, because, you know, Steve is, you know, well, was freaking Captain America. Right. Like, I mean, of course, like, he knows Nomad, you know, like, like, before, like, you know, from Infinity War to, like, Endgame, but it's just like, bruh. Bruh. I, I, I really, I don't know, but like, then again, it's just like, you know, like maybe Avenger, but remember you black, you, you know, I, I mean, right. Like, you it, know, it's at least Steve had, you know, the GE bill, you know, cause he was in the army. So he had benefits. This man, Sam, bro, like Tony Stark, really the P Diddy of superheroes. Like it just, <laughs> you a billionaire, you made all your money. You you got these people, you got them taking orders from you, and, you know, you even try. We we know in Civil War he tried to get them to join the whole... Accords, the yeah. and stuff. Like, I mean, Tony's just out here essentially asserting himself as leader. And you couldn't even pay this dude, you know? They had to keep like, getting money from uh, Wakandans. Every time they get the, hiccups was from, uh, you know... Like, the Wakandans. But my, my question is, like... How did Vision get enough money? She probably made it up here, you know, because she's a witch. So, probably, but like, because but no, because I'm really thinking about it. Like, let's see, Black Panther's rich. Like, yeah. he 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 good. He don't even need nobody's money. Right. Peter, you know, I don't know. Honest to God, I don't know why Peter never asked. Hey, uh, Mister Stark, uh, well, you trying a, to give me a grant? He was, you know, something. Though, so, yeah. I mean, intern, but like, listen, don't. I will be so mad if, like, if Peter wasn't paid, like, a paid inter, like, listen, man was dumpster diving for garbage, man, like, and you mean to tell me Tony Stark ain't hooking up with not just an internship, but a paid one? Exactly. As an unpaid, as an, uh, listen, because, and I am an unpaid intern, and I feel like, listen, I, me too, me too. <sighs> I am one too. Yo, it really, I, all I gotta say, Tony, you do my, you did my boy wrong. You say you love the kid, but you ain't pay him. Exactly. Really? Exactly. Like the suits, the suits are nice. I'm not gonna lie, but listen, uh, just because Peter lives with his aunt, that doesn't mean that he doesn't need money. Exactly. Like, listen, his if, uncle if died and everything. Like, come on, bro, hit the man. Listen, up. if I'm, if I'm a, if I was a betting man, Peter, although he's like, Peter's like a high schooler. He's most likely gonna fiend after the PS5 because that's the superior console. It is, it is. <laughs> um, 
but like he'd be he'd be feeding after the PS5 and try to get God of War Five when it comes out, or just you know the Call of Duty or the Fortnite or whatever and whatnot. But yeah. at the end of the day, he deserves money. But like Vision, I'm just like, what? What did you donate your body to science? I mean, not Vision, Wanda. No, but Vision, because remember, he had money to pay for the house. Where did that money come from? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Unless Tony was just like, you're my son now. So, allowance. There you go. Go wild. Go crazy. I don't know. But just like, that, like, I I don't know. I just see that, like. That was my thing. Didn't they live in, like, Europe first? Remember in Endgame? Like, that's how we met Vision and Wanda together. Yeah. Yeah, and Vinny were there, and they were eloping in Europe, and it's just okay. They, he has money. That's what he I'm saying. Has I'm, money. Like, I'm with you, is what I'm saying. I'm like, where did he get this yeah. money from? Because Europe ain't cheap, man. Anyways, <laughs> we 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 ain't getting to that. But we're not even getting there. Mm. But my mm. thing is, look, the new Captain America had the most punchable face. The most punchable you know, face. like you, you, you got me confused for a second. I'd be like, Sam, no, not Sam. <laughs> you mean, uh, what's that guy's John? I think uh, John, Walker, John, John Walker, John Walker, the most yeah. punchable face I've ever seen. That looked like that man looked like an insurrectionist. All right, yo, he Captain America by day, terrorizing. I mean, he just looked, oh my goodness. I could not believe he just looked out of place as Captain America. Like every time he fought, he looked out of place. It just was bad. It was just awful. <laughs> just like bro. And my thing is, everybody see Bucky, and obviously they talked about it later. But Bucky couldn't understand why uh, Sam gave the shield up. And Sam, I think at the beginning he couldn't find the words. But I think we all yeah. we all knew what he was thinking. Is the uh. same the same reason I think there won't ever be a black Superman. <laughs> I mean, he, well, he, here's the thing with that, because, like, I didn't get it as quick. I mean, I saw it, but I disregarded it. The reason why I say that, because, like, you have freaking Captain... No, not even freaking Captain America. Freaking Steve Rogers, uh-huh. who was able to wield Mjolnir, which whoever wields it holds the power of Thor and is considered and deemed worthy. Uh-huh. And for him... To give you that shield, and for you to low key doubt yourself for a minute, I mean, I understand that because like it's a it's a big thing. But if it were me, I'm just like, listen, I might be nervous as hell, but no one can tell me anything because yeah. if Niggas, this I man got has the lived, here. <laughs> like <laughs> I got the shield, he gave it to me. I I will listen not to be not to be saying that like oh yeah I know what to do automatically no because like. You know, I'm a black man, that's Captain America. But, like, if he believed in me, and this man is, like, wait, 105? This man has 105 years of combat experience and wisdom. Mm-hmm. He wasn't perfect, although people may think, like, oh, yeah, he was, like, he's a Boy Scout. Like, no, like, he when it a- came down to it, Cap, Cap always, like, he would always follow, he would follow orders. But when he see that, like, he could do something and, th- and no one else is doing it, like, all right. Forget y'all. I'm moved to the beat of my own drum. And he did what he had to do. Mm-hmm. And no one could really question him because, like, I mean, of course, with him white being a white man, of course. Blonde but it was just hair, like blue-eyed white man. And also that super soldier serum, which I'm yeah, but yeah. like Sam I mean, I understand it, but like and of and of course that could have happened, like, considering his shoes and his background, like I understand that. But it's just like I would I would that shield would be you would have to pry the shield from my dead body. Because if Steve believed in me, nah. But like once again, I do understand it. And it plays into the into the um conversation of this show. Exactly. And I think that ties in to the fact that they brought it up the whole super soldier thing like um we meet isaiah later you know direct first black super soldier you know um he was off the books like people don't know about him because he was kept a secret (laughs) you know which is so spot on you know we built this country we fought wars for it we do all these things and they experiment on us and they 
put us in jail and you know like it's kind of run for the course because i remember i don't know if you heard the story it's guys who like they said when soldiers would come back from like the world wars especially world war ii thinking oh you know i'm gonna be welcome back and i'm gonna be a hero and they actually it was even more of a big deal to if you've seen a black man in his medals and stuff like those were the ones that really became even more targets because it's like nah we're gonna keep y'all right in y'all place stay yep. right in y'all place and that's what it was here it's like bro he's a super soldier and he did all these amazing things they put him in jail and was probing him and experimenting on him and kept him a secret for two and you know now he's living in baltimore i really dancing. felt it i'm just like hey yo his grandson go- <laughs> i was gonna say hey yo his grandson go to morgan state don't he <laughs> oh by the way I'm so glad that they didn't try a fake phony Baltimore accent. I'm glad they just left it alone. <laughs> you know, just let them live in Baltimore, be chill. Truly. Don't 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 have them out here saying to you and all that stuff, you know. Let's Bruh. let's let's chill out. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that that's just a side note. But yeah. I'm like his his son was out here like, Who are you? What you doing here? I said get out. <laughs> and it's like, you know. I and, and you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll touch more on the ZS thing later because, like, actually, I might, you know what, we'll touch up on it now. I appreciate the gesture Sam did, but I feel like he deserves a little bit more. Not saying, to, like, not saying, like, oh yeah, fanfare, because, like, I have a feel, like, as we see, he. He doesn't want to be like he doesn't want to be like paraded around or whatever, or whatnot. But I do say that the man needs reparations. The man does deserve like money because Isaiah deserves some damn reparations. <laughs> yes. Hold on, and, but you know, I was talking. I am so sorry. <laughs> Tongue tied. <laughs> I was in a clubhouse room, and then there was an in- interesting fact that because we were talking about. When it came to the statue, because someone thought it was like a hollow gesture, and I, I, I can see that fact. And because they reason, because they mentioned the fact that for a bronze statue to be made, it, it could either be six weeks to four months, and to them it just seemed like eh, it just seems. Very like it, that. Oh yeah, the statue is you know to to I guess symbolize all of you struggled for, and now it's all worth it because people can see your story in the back of a Captain America section of the museum. You get me? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Yo, they just stuffed it in the back over here. You gotta walk behind the door to go see it. <laughs> but I guess yeah. that's like, you gotta be realistic too, because I guess it's like yo, it's like a last minute deal. He probably made a last minute call to make it happen. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's 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 that's reaching for straws, I think. But I could get what he's talking about. Like it, it's still, yeah, I get, it still is not nearly enough compensation for what they put that yeah, through. Yeah, and I, and I get what they're saying with that point too. I I guess my thing with it is just like I feel like I don't know, like the U.S. government. I mean, of course, but like realistically, I don't feel like the U.S. government would, you know, in that scenario, give any reparations to Isaiah Bradley. You know, but you know it. It plays a part. It plays a part. It makes sense because government won't give black people reparations, but literally every um, targeted demographic outside of the U.S., like for example the Jews, like in Germany, like reparations, like mm-hmm. got the whole yeah, country, got the whole country Israel. Mm-hmm. But that's another conversation for another day. Um, we don't mm-hmm. get kicked off of Spotify, <laughs> so <laughs> you know. But yeah, no, we we but you know Isaiah Bradley. It felt, when I saw his story, it felt realistic. Like, that's something I realistically could see happen. Like, that felt very, like, Tuskegee Airman-esque. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, Tuskegee Experiment, I meant. Tuskegee Experiment. That's what that reminded me of. Or, like, you know, all the different, the other things that they would do. So, yeah, and you got a lot of people, you know, that military men that were of color who didn't get those GI Bill benefits and stuff. And so they had all types of... PTSDs and different things that they were living with that they couldn't do nothing about it because they ain't had no money. You know? So he was very symbolic, very like that was. I was telling my friends like Isaiah was probably it was something about his character like whoever the writers were, 
that was like one of the most brilliant parts of the show in my opinion like just his whole thing cuz it felt so like that was that could have been any of our grandfathers like Truly. You know, like you know it, that could have been any of our fathers depending on how old your parents are like you know so you know that that was great but you know i want to talk about carly oh yeah we and got the flag smashers right because i got some thoughts yeah, actually, go, go, go. I want to, I want to hear. I want to hear. I got you. So I don't know if you saw this tweet floating around on Twitter. It was by a man at Mark Popham. I think I'm saying his name right, but he was like, "It's very funny to me that a huge superhero trope over the last thirty years has been like supervillain is concerned about a real problem, hero opposes them because of their violent methods, but doesn't actually do anything about the original problem." <laughs> you know? That's the flag snatchers, like, bro. There was nothing they were doing that we don't have friends at Morgan that probably would have done. (laughs) Aside from the the way they were doing some of it, I get it. But like, yo, Carly was that was an admirable cause in my opinion. And, and, And the thing I'm mad about was because they had to be that Sam was able to break through. He, they, he was able to, like, you know, have that, like, hey, you sound like, I know you're fighting against supremacy, but you're turning into the very thing that, you know, you, you're fighting against. And, you know, there's a breakthrough. But then John Walker, like... Oh, I, you're under arrest. Oh, so this is... You know, I was like, oh, son. I'm like, no! But Yo, son, I really feel bad for the actor because he did his job so well exactly like honestly they were getting honestly, hate mail i heard <laughs> they were and death threats and everything but it was just like i hate the character i like the actor listen the actor did what he was supposed to do right he he he, he knew the homework he knew he the assignment the yeah. but it's just like i i i, I mean and also it was low-key out of character for car like listen like Threatening Sam or whatever, fine, okay. But to threaten his sister, who's all the way in New Orleans, or New Orleans, and it's just yeah. like, I mean, I understand, like, oh yeah, Sam, I never do that, but it's just like, bro, like, you listen, you're out of pocket for like for for, I mean, your cause is not out of pocket, but you're definitely acting out of pocket because calling doing that, that's that's Those a little are, bit grimy. That's um, that's grimy, yeah. That's I don't even know what Marvel villain that we could compare it to, but that's. That's like, uh, that's some, not serial killer, but like that, it's some despicable stuff. No, right. honest to God. Right. Like, and my thing is, she'd be one of those people you'd be fighting for. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like you told Sam, I'm fighting against corporations like the one that's trying to take your boat. <laughs> you know, like, which is, the, and here's the other thing. I, that is another storyline I love. Like people talk <clears throat> about the blip and they talk about, oh, half the world disappeared and they never really talk about the repercussions of that. Like, you know, and this show finally did that. Like, they, they mentioned it. Imagine this, right? These are countries, half the world disappears. That means half of these government officials, half of these governments just completely wiped out, right? So you get all these people like Carly and the people that she helped who move into these countries that otherwise they would have never been allowed to be in you know because of all these border wars and different things and you get jobs and you get settled down and you have food to eat and you have money that you haven't had before it's not as whatever then five years everybody comes back right and then these governments just uproot you and put you out and now they're voting the grc that's whole thing is they were voting like oh are we gonna forcefully get military action to remove these people and settlements and it's like yeah Hell yeah, people are going to rise up and not be cool with that. <laughs> like, you know, like, that, I don't get, and I don't like, to that tweet that I mentioned, Marvel does this a lot more, I feel like, than a lot of these other people. But oh, yeah. Marvel's very oh, notorious yeah. for this. Like, how many villains have we seen in Marvel who, the only reason they're villain is by name. It's like, yo, their cause is admirable. Look at, look at Magneto. Man, <laughs> look like, at, and that. It's going to be really interesting when they when they bring you know the X Men into the MCU. Right. But like I will say, like when it came to like the Phase Three and Phase Four villains, that's when they really started getting to their bag. Phase One and Two, I mean, you got Loki. Loki, 
you know, Loki, Loki's Loki. He, he's he, he's he's bad. He's just bad to be bad, or you know, mischievous right. to be mischievous. But like with um, uh, Killmonger, with Thanos, with with. I mean, not really Mysterio, but like with these all different characters, I mean, villains, they do, they address like a, like legitimate they address a, a legitimate concern, but how they're going about it is, you know, very wrong. Considering like a, a purple grape deemed it necessary to have balance by killing half of life. Thanos will never be acceptable to me. I don't care what his cause was. He was advocating genocide. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Listen, promoting like, eugenics. Like that. Like, like if like overpopulation is a thing, but like you can't be killing people left and right just because like, of uh, for the sake of balance. And like, like so what thing. happens? Any in one year, any Republican governor you can think of today in the United States would propose what Thanos did. He's <laughs> like, bro, that is some shit I can see. Like, it's governments around the world I can see doing what Thanos tried to do. Like, bro, Thanos is not a good person. There's nothing good about his cause. Like, there's... Hey, we... Here's my thing. It's funny to me. It's like, yo, we got all these billionaires. Hey, they could help us. Thanos, instead, Thanos says, nope, wipe out half the, half the universe. Yep. <laughs> instead of just redistributing wealth, let's just wipe out half the universe. <laughs> like, like, bro, there's... There's that's such an extreme. Let's let's bring it back here. Like and then Killmonger's the same way. I'm like, bro, imagine you imagine you watch your like, you know, whole police brutality thing. You watch your dad get killed. These people dip, they don't tell you, they just disappear, leave your dead father in the middle of the in the middle of um your living room for you to find him and you never see these people again. But you know where they're at. You know that you you have he did everything within legal like you know he came he said I want the throne he did it in the traditional ritual that they do to fight for the kingdom. He didn't do anything like he didn't invade or do anything. He did everything within legal boundaries, and they had to get him up out of here. Talking about you become the people you hate so much. Damn right he did. (laughs) It's like bro, you know, like but. I think I like that though. You know, it's we don't just have just black and white villains no more. Like it ain't just, oh, I want to take over the world and wipe out. You know, take all the money. Now you actually got people who, you know, because I think in real life ain't no villain just black and white. Like it's a handful of villains that are just evil purely, but everybody else like, it's some nuance to it, and I and I kind of like it. It it, it really does show like. Because growing up, you think there's just good and then there's bad, but it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Like It ain't. No. <laughs> Truly ain't like that. And I... I, I feel like... I, I feel like there... Because there are some people that claim that, like... I mean, not claimed. I mean, how, how do I say it? That it didn't go as deep as it could have. Right. And I'm, yeah, and I'm, yeah, it, I can see that. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I mean, and I agree because like there are there are a lot of things with it. Because like, mind you, this show was made not just you know for you know black and brown people, mm-hmm. but you know for the what's to say, how do you say it? The most watched for audience you know like you know, the white audience yeah. you know they make like stories for them to make it you know digestible to make it right. comfortable mm-hmm. and unfortunately history ain't like that right it that's the thing it's like and it's not even just marvel dc does it too like aquaman's brother talking about you know climate change and humans are destructive and they're just like you know that's an admirable cause to be upset about you know or poison ivy is the same way you know even there's the, a lot even the joker the man crazy as hell but he has some legitimate points i think like when he said which one i'm which talking one? i'm talking i'm talking heath ledger's joker okay because i'm gonna say like hold up buddy heath ledger, hold up buddy heath ledger's joker i'm not talking about these other people heath ledger's joker when he said you know he was all about all oh, these people you know 
they're all so high and mighty until you push them in a corner. Oh, you know, there are some things, like, if it's all part of the plan, like, if I tell them that I'll blow up a military truck, nobody cares. But if I tell them that I'm going to kill the president, everybody freaks out. You know, like, it, it, just little things like that, you know. The, yeah, because I, I will say for Heath Ledger's philosophy, I mean, Joker's philosophy, because there are certain things. Rest in peace to him, by the way. <laughs> he was right about it. Yeah. And, like, I even quote this one thing, like, even from day to day. If you're good at something, never do it for free. And I'm just never. like, damn, <laughs> this man killed a clown. I mean, not, not killed a clown. But I'm just like, that man is he crazy as hell. But he, he he ain't never lie. He ain't told a lie. He ain't tell a lie. And, and, and honestly, and, and and if that was if everyone believed in that same thing, we wouldn't be unpaid interns. But that's not the hero. That's there. Um, and Sam, the I, other thing, he he. Oh, made what a, about Sam? He made a good point because I thought because of I was thinking that even before I saw that tweet, I was thinking that in my head. I'm like, some of these villains, it's like, bro. I really thought that this was going to end differently. I thought, oh, they're going to kill Carly and nothing is going to change and she's just going to be right and, and you know, like, just proving her point even further, but they're just going to basically take out the threat now and be able to do it uncompromised. That's what I thought was going to happen. But, you know, when Sam comes in and he's, like, pleading with these people in the middle of the street, <laughs> you know, um, hey, look, the point he made, he said, look, y'all sit here and realize that you push these people to the point that they how many more Carly's is it going to take for y'all to wake up essentially is what he said and that's the truth it's like bro it is her cause just because the way she did it was kind of radical does not mean that she was lying (laughs) you know and and the next like he said the next Carly is going to be way more refined and they're probably going to be much more articulate and have this shit planned out much more like thought out and like a little bit better than Carly because she was also acting on impulse a lot of that stuff was improvisation every time a plan would get messed up you know but probably the best worst scene like the best scene that shouldn't have been the best scene when 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 John Walker and the shield and he's just standing there with the bloody shield, and it's like, bro, if that ain't the picture of American diplomacy, yo, <laughs> it's just like, I, if that is the true face of Captain America, right? That was one of the most iconic images. It was an iconic. It, it, I mean, when I say it was a memorable scene, because it's just like, dang, this is what America is, and Steve Rogers is what America thought it was. You know, and (laughs) what was it? One thing I will say about John Walker, I, I don't know if anyone else picked it up, but for me, I picked up like, oh yeah, he could be redeemed or whatever. But like, no, you killed a man in broad daylight in the middle of the street. But it's just like at the last episode, it's just like, I mean, and this is, this plays into like, You know how certain people say for certain situations that like, oh yeah, I would never be like that. I would never act like what I never did what this person did. Mm-hmm. But up until then, to this, until they're in the situation, they do the same thing. Like I, I do see the humanity in John Walker. Not, and that does not mean, and I, that does not mean I am sympathizing with it. But I see John Walker as a cautionary tale as to people who do claim power. And then go rampant with it, and also, and then, uh, mm. and he also was a guy. He was the product of the machine too, because he was. They built him up, built him up, and he did this. Th- he he did this thing, and then they just brought him back down. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just like my thing with it, because like. Rest in peace to my man's Lamar, by the way. Oh, boy. That was bad. You know, it was funny. So there was a TikTok. I forgot the young lady who made it. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, there's, because when Carla, when Carla apologized to Walker, he was like, she was like, um, oh, I didn't mean, like, I, I didn't mean to, 
kill people who didn't matter. And then Walker's like, Sam's life didn't matter. I'm like, oh! And then when I was watching, I'm like, ah, that may have not been intentional, but if it was, oof. But, Oh, like the whole Black Lives and exactly my point. <laughs> yeah. That's what and I was thinking like, too. I'm like, when he says, "So Lamar's life didn't matter." I'm like, that's just immediately. What I heard. Yeah. I'm like, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is like this. Mm. But I will say, and and that goes to show with people like whatever power influence that you have, you have to make sure. That, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. It's a tired quote, and people know this from, like, you know, the diehard fan to the, you know, the people that, you know, watch the Spider-Man movie, like, in 2007. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows our quote. Yep. But we, we, and we see it today, how there are a lot of people that have influence that could do a lot of good with it. Now you say, like, oh, yeah, build uh, orphanages, orphan, uh, build an orphanage yeah, or right. whatever. Yeah. I was just like, wait, did I see that right? Yeah, but did. it's just like, there are a lot of people that could do certain, like, the, the the smallest thing that they can do or the few words that they can say that could really impact. And, uh, and we have to all realize that in our own right, while we may not be celebrities or whatnot, be on the front pages of news magazines or, you know, Whatever, pop like culture that. magazines, yeah. that we all do have some power, like, some influence in our lives. And we have to make sure that we're aware of that. Like, example, and... I'm going to be make sure I'm very careful with this mm-hmm. because do you remember that video of the, of um, the baby on that private jet or whatever, whatnot. And then he was making fun of that flight attendant attendant or whatever, or whatever. Uh, no, I didn't see that. Huh? So, because like, like, Ooh, I, I'm really trying to make sure I'm careful with my words. Because he was making fun, like fun of him, saying like, "Oh yeah, you gotta make sure to get your your hair done, whatever, whatnot." Mm-hmm. And the thing, like you know, making fun of, but recording, but he was the one recording. But the thing I found absolutely hilarious was that Buddy sitting at the left of him had like a like, I don't know what Buddy was doing, but it, it looked phallic, bro. It like phallic. it looked phallic. I'm just like, how are you? <laughs> and it's just like. Celebrity and character, I mean, celebrity, or not not celebrity, influence and power reveals character, just like the serum did for, for, um... It did for Bucky, it did Walker, for... for bit, Bucky, for Walker, Walker, and, 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 and Steve, and this is not, a, and this is not an attack on, and I'm making sure I'm explicit with this, this is not an attack on the baby's character, mm-hmm. because what I'm saying with this is just like, one with the whatever status you have, make sure that you treat people with respect. And you know what? The one thing I noticed with John and Steve, they both very were different with the way they treated people. Yeah, yeah. Not even that. When Walker says, "Hi, John Walker, Captain America," he always he always said that like as if that like. Like it's automatically his his thing, like uh, to put over everyone. This is calling card. Like, hey, I'm Captain America. Like, hey, uh, hey, John Walker, Captain America. Steve always introduced himself as Steve. I, I didn't understand it. Excuse me, I didn't understand it at first. But now looking back, because he had a respect for the power that he wielded, he had a respect for the the status that he held. Whenever, when like you say, hi, Steve Rogers. They didn't say, Steve, hi, Steve Rogers, Captain America. No. I, I do notice, now that you say that, I do notice that. I'm like, yeah, no, he never. He even never. Even when he wore the full body suit. Exactly. He would be Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers. Because he had, the, he had a respect for the power and title that he had. He knew that, like, he needed to use it for, um, for the utmost good. Even if others didn't, you didn't you know, aligned with his beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, the Accords. Because he, like, man, a lot of people will say, like, and I used to side on Tony's side. I'm like, oh, yeah, Tony was right, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But the thing is, agendas, they change. Mm-hmm. With each, in uh, which within every every year, each decade, they, they change. With the, and the thing is, because, like, in, in the Winter Soldier, we saw that shield, which Cap believed to be, you know, impenetrable 
um, like morally right, you know, the good guy was infested with Hydra. Hydra was everywhere. And, you know, for those who aren't familiar with Hydra, basically Nazis. Yep. And, and the thing... But all of that to say that, like, your character and whatever you have, like, whatever influence you have, whether it be, like, 100 people or 1 million, it's a responsibility that you... It's, you have a responsibility to make sure that you treat people with the same respect and that you have respect for what you are... Like, for what you have and to make sure you don't lot it over any, anyone else mm-hmm. because like you can be like the most popular person in the world. And then, you know, like the guy, at, the person at the cashier at Seven Eleven. not bashing that, but we're all human. You, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. And, but I did, and that just really made me appreciate the character of Steve Rogers yep. because there was like, he, he was, he had a, such humility with him. And, uh, and, and scene, you can see the power went to his head with with John in that fight scene. I am Captain America. Captain America, but like, it's just like, well, you are not. You're not. You would never. Be. You're not. And, <laughs> and that's why I really like how how Steve gave gave the shield to Sam because, yeah. mind you, Steve was a skinny white kid in from Brooklyn, yep. and the thing is, like, he didn't have that much power. I mean, of course, he was a white man, but like. Aside from that, in that ballpark, he was considered gutter trash. Yep. Like the weakest of the weak. But the thing is, like, he had such, like, such not only courage, but such humility, but his eagerness, his, what's the word? Not perseverance. Like, eagerness. There's another word for it. His um, tenacity. His tenacity. What set him apart from other soldiers and his heart, yeah, it's tenacity and his heart. Because when he covered that grenade, like when like when he before he got the serum, to jump on a live grenade, knowing that it's gonna kill you and to save your other, you know, your other comrades, your brothers in arms, that takes guts. Also, he had brains. That's he had brains. Like it was it was a, a combination of heart, soul, and brains. And then, like, and, and we especially see that in Infinity War, where he was able to stand up against, you know, even though there was no indication that he was going to win this fight against Thanos and his army, he was like, listen. Oh, in Endgame, too. Exactly, in Endgame. He was like, listen, I might die, but they're still going to cast these hands. Right. But Run just have that such commitment to just have that, that, that steadfast dedication to, like, to stand what he believes in. Mm-hmm. And this to see that parallel with Walker, I, I just I hope because and, and what scared me was that there were a lot of people, Devin, that really like, oh yeah, like John Walker's my Captain America, I'm like, and then and then it's like it, it scares me because it's just like I'm like, bro, John Walker could have been a school shooter. What are you talking about? That's where I, I that's where I thought he was headed when he lost everything. I'm like, Oh, he's going to become evil. But then no, surprisingly, he's right here fighting alongside Bucky and Sam. But you know, with Sam, I guess, officially taking it on. Now I'm just like, man, it's just some heroes like Captain America, Superman, um, those two mainly, but I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Maybe even Wonder Woman. Those three, I don't know if the world would accept a black uh, Superman or a black Wonder Woman. Or Man. <laughs> you know, and you know, but there is actually a black Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, you know, no, I know, I know, yeah. But I'm talking yeah. about the... Oh, would like, they accept? No, 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 no. But that's the thing. Because there is a post on Twitter that said, like, because apparently there was this person saying... Oh, why do why do why is diversity so important in, in in television media or whatever whatnot? But the thing is, white people aren't the only people that watch television. Exactly. And the thing is, because now, because like, and I'm really processing it. We have a black Captain America to, for this upcoming era of MCU movies mm-hmm. that's coming out. Like, that's huge for Anthony Mackie to be the Falcon mm-hmm. to now the Captain America. Like, 
Like that's he's not like oh he's not Captain like Falcon America Captain Falcon no he is Captain America like that scene at the end with with the with the black guys and he had the phone he's like it's black like oh this is like, black nah, Falcon that's black Captain, that's Captain. Captain it felt like Michael Vick it felt it felt like Cam Newton or somebody out there it's like <laughs> yo that felt real it's like there we got a black quarterback now we got black Captain America like man you know that's and what it felt like it, it just it was cool. And, and and it's just like I feel like this came at the perfect time. Yeah. Because like there's and I hope that there's more to go into this. Because like there are a lot of themes that, you know, like Sam Wilson asked Captain America that his storylines can suggest, especially with Captain America four. Like there's a Captain America four coming out with yeah. Anthony Mackey. Yeah. Like, listen, if they listen, if they get someone as talented as the Russells to write that Listen, mm-hmm. it's gonna be fire. But I'm wondering though. Question for you: mm-hmm. Would you? Because this was the question that was brought up, and you know, this yeah. is something I don't know how familiar you are with the undefeated, like the ESPN, the undefeated. But they were the one of the writers from the one of the producers from um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was on there and he was talking they were talking about you know what it means like how this show talks about the challenges of being black and being a patriot because that's something that's always like especially black military men that's something that always Mm -hmm. comes up for them so you know and isaiah brought it up in the movie in the show he was like yo a black man would never be they would never accept it and no self-respecting black man would ever even want to take that on but i would have to ask you if you like, like put yourself in Falcons pl- in Sam's place, would you accept that shield and be Captain America, knowing everything that you know now? Honestly, because because with the knowledge, because like I know, because it made seem like Sam didn't know everything, but like, well, no, I'm I mean, not, I'm talking like you being a black man in America. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, you know. no. <laughs> Honestly, I would still take the shield, but not take the mantle of captain america right i'd be like look nigga. because like the, the, the way i see it steve like, captain america did not define steve steve defined captain america because right. of his like steadfastness his tenacity and his and his the moral not the, the value of making sure that what you, you say what you say and you do what you do and you, and you meet of every part of it because like. that like the like the you know the stars and stripes they don't because, like, I don't see as much as, like, America. I mean, of course, like, you no, know, like, oh, yeah, Captain America fought Nazis. So how can you not separate? But it's just, like, Steve made that title. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, because there's a lot of good that he did with it. And 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 especially with the legacy characters. like And just, like, outside of it. But would I take it up? I'd, I'd still take up the shield. I'll drop Captain America title. I, I would do that. I respect receive because, like, knowing that, like, I'd have to, if I picked up, if I took the title along with the shield, I would always be comparing myself. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I could never be another Captain Steve Rogers mm-hmm. or Captain America. I just need to be myself. Right. But, like, I do understand, like, why there's a, you know, there's a need for a Captain America. But personally, take the shield because, like, one, it's vibranium. Like, and, I can go sledding on that. And I can go, I can go sledding with that or I can, you know, do target practice with that. Like, I'm taking that shield regardless. Right. And you got the vibranium wings now, too. Yo, and I'm just like, the suit, because like, I'm like, so it leads me to believe not only not only the wings, but the suit is made of vibranium as well. So I'm like, Sam, Sam cool. All he needs to do is get a mouthpiece or like a head covering for like that. Mm-hmm. Because like one shot, you're, you're, you're gone, buddy. You're, you're, you're gone. That's just the name of the game. But cool. yeah, I, I would drop the, the title to keep the shield. My I know you watch My Hero Academia, right? <sighs> yes. And I'm just... telling you, don't get me started because I could. I, oh, no, 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 I just started it, so, you know. <laughs> I'm on like season two or three now. Oh, buddy. But, oh, but... buddy. No, but and, oh, I'm just. Oh, I was going to say this. To anyone, that, uh, to anyone that's questioning it, this is your sign. Watch My Hero Academia, and if you're caught up with the series, read the manga. Trust me, yeah. you will not regret it. My hero is it's so good so far. But the reason I ask, there was a for those who've watched, you know, I think it's either season two or three, and they're they're 
doing an exam and they got to fight the heroes and um like you know they're they're split up in the teams and you know you're you're paired against the hero and the hero you're fighting they're they're fighting their teachers and their teachers are pretending to be villains because they're like the world's greatest heroes but they're super powerful and they're pretending to be villains it's like how would you react they one of his one of deku's classmates i can't remember his name but he's got like the great ball things Minetta. Minetta, yeah. He he had like a realization where he was like, oh, you know, I wanted to be a hero because I thought it would make me cool and that the girls would like me and all that. But now I realize you don't become a hero to be cool. You become a hero because you're already cool. You make it cool to be a hero. And that is like, yo, that is Steve Rogers. That is Steve Rogers. He yep. was not a hero. He was he was cool, and it made Captain America better. Versus him thinking that Captain America, in John Walker's case, I think him thinking that being Captain America would just make him automatically and, cool. And then putting that super soldier serum because he put it in, and he still was some shit. Oh, like, yo, we we can't. We no no. We need to talk about Zemo. Yes, yeah. We I was gonna get yo. to him too. We can't yo. forget Zemo. Zemo, yo, his Zemo, <laughs> the early Zemo. I'm talking like uh, Civil War Zemo. I I I felt his pain because remember the reason he did it was because and this the whole reason they started the Accords was because they were just having all this unchecked power and killing all these people. His family was killed when Ultron attacked, so he yep. wanted to make them all fight each other because he couldn't do it himself. Wasn't nothing wrong with what he did. <laughs> but then, in this show, we realized this man got money. Buko money. Yes! <laughs> it's like, bro, I thought he was just some regular, like, Russian dude like, or something. I'm like, like I guess those GameStop stocks, like, worked out for Buddy. Like, he was a whole mob boss out here. Like, dude had connects on connects. Yo. I was not expecting... I honestly, God, was not expecting. Because, like, remember the thing, like, it, it captures the African-American experience. I thought that was a joke. No, he was being like, real. I, I, like, before I got to the series, I saw a meme on Twitter. I'm like, they didn't say this. And then they actually said, I'm like, He really shit. said that. <laughs> like, he really said that. And he's like, I was just like. But he was being for real. He was like, no, he liked black people. Like, like where he comes from. African-American like, experience. I'm mm-hmm. just like. I can't believe He won't like, for that. But he, he ain't lying. lying. Like, he was like. Nigga spitting. <laughs> like, like you know? this, this, this nigga a fiend, but he's spitting. <laughs> I really, I kept expecting him to turn on them, and he didn't, but he was still not right. <laughs> Yo. And when the and but, when the Wakandans came to get him, and I was like, yeah. Yo. When Io punched in that Konami code into Bucky, I was in tears. I'm like, damn. She really took it. Damn. They give it to me. Damn. Like, why the GTA cheat code, my my guy? Like, why did do my boy like that? But I, mean, I, I will say that like, there was um, because people there forget. Were, like, hmm? People forget like the reason they were after him is because remember he controlled Bucky and got Bucky to kill T'Challa's father. Like I'd forgotten it. I was not putting it together until I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, he is responsible. So yeah, yeah they, they they were still sore. I I, I will say because like and. and because a lot of people are actually mad at that scene, you know, the the reason why because like it was like a, like um ableism, mm-hmm. like it's like in that the Wakandans never really you know treated Bucky, and mind you, I I do understand the argument, I do, I but knowing <laughs> what the, the Wakandans, yeah, they. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, it's not, like it's not because they because the thing is they have to prepare for the worst and best case scenario because you know what if Bucky did get mind control again what are they gonna do right. you know like oh, and he has a vibranium arm that could you know tank through our our weaponry and you know uh, vehicles nah and he's but a like I, I, and so I do understand the argument w- when it comes to that Bucky a whole, um, Bucky a whole war criminal out here this man was hanging out with the father of one of the people he killed and wouldn't tell him until Honestly. <sighs> like Sam just walking around, whether it was Zemo, Bucky, John Walker. I'm like, bro, all these war criminals just walking around willy nilly. I'm like, 
damn. He's <laughs> just like, yo. Well, Zemo broke out, so I get it. But those other two, like, yo, we watched John kill somebody in broad daylight. And the only thing he got was demoted. Not arrested, not locked up, demoted. Bucky just walking around having to live with it. He can't date. He All he goes to is therapy. Oh, I killed your son. And then leaves. <laughs> what? I mean, like, oh. what could you... I, I understand that because it's like, what could you do? Like, oh, yeah, I killed your son. I ain't gonna work out, buddy. No, but I'm just like, bro, how does Buck? How did Bucky not... Forgive me. How did Bucky not kill himself? Like, it's like, bro, it's just... Yo, to live with all that, and especially knowing that, you, knowing that you couldn't control that you were doing it, and to live with all that, like for one hundred and five years, for a hundred and five years. Well, yeah, yeah, for a hundred and five. Yeah, years, yeah. like from World War One to World War Two to like Infinity War, this man has been living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I will say that, like. And and that it shows it shows how he's able to grow, and I'm glad he's able. You know, really I hope he's like he. I, I pray that you know he's. I hope that he's able to. Excuse me, continue to forgive himself because honestly, God, that's some. That's one of the hardest things to do. To forgive yourself of mistakes and or or think mistakes or things that you've done. Like not saying like oh yeah like I'm free now but it's just like it's a tough thing to do and that takes that takes guts yeah to acknowledge that. what you've done and to confront it that takes guts mm-hmm. also also one other thing with Sam I'm mean, not Sam Bucky Bucky I'm proud that he actually um, got it at the end I thought he'd be one of these white folks that would just pretend like he doesn't understand but I'm glad that he understood yeah same at least for the movie's sake <laughs> you know. I, I will say, Bucky, Bucky, at the end, pulling up to the cookout with a cake, and then this man trying to talk, like, you know, chop it up with with, with Samantha, and I'm just, like, Sarah, I'm just like, this man. The arrogance of this nigga. Like, like, I'm just like, the audacity. I'm like, I, I'm not even mad at the confidence, but I'm just like, man, man's moment to say, like, like oh, I was good, John, like, Fuck. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was going both ways. She was feeling him too, though. That's... She was feeling him, and I'm just like, Sam's like, just what? Are, what are you niggas doing? What, what like, is... what y'all doing here? Right. Like, you know. So that Yo, I'm, is hilarious. I, I, I'm gonna need that at the Captain America four. But like, <laughs> Sam be like, hey, yo. <laughs> like, Sam, I'm about to become your brother-in-law. I'm just like, hey, yo, nah, we were brothers through the shield, but not through this, bro. Right. I just find it funny. Oh, and while we were talking about My Hero Academia earlier. The hero killer is another one of those complicated villains. Like, that man didn't tell one lie. Now, I wouldn't go around slitting heroes' throats, but <laughs> he did not tell a lie. <clears throat> I mean, you know, people have to watch that show to understand it. But he's another one of those villains that's not like a, like, you know, the traditional villain. But that's, yeah, you know. My thing is. Shout out to Sam. You know, he went from he couldn't even get alone and he saved the damn world as Falcon and couldn't get alone to talking the GRC. And I, it was successful. It actually was successful. I thought that they were just going to ignore him and that we would just be right here again. And that would be kind of like the practice of like, especially at the end when the dude was like, oh, you know, one world, one people. And, oh, yeah. and then was that Zemo's guy that blew them up? Yes, because I was. That's why they cut to him at the cell. Yeah, because I was thinking that I'm like, yeah, no, that dude looked Russian, and they show Zemo. I'm like, what is his purpose here? Yes, he blew them up. Yeah, he blew he blew them up, and I'm just like, which makes sense because like, there's no way Zemo's gonna just automatically like just even associate with those super soldiers or just be in the same room next to them. He'd be like, listen, but also one thing I didn't, I, I found confusing. The Wakandans are like, we got to bring Zemo to justice. But now this man is in the raft. Now that makes sense to me because this man is the El Chapo of the MCU. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, I, I thought when they took him, I thought they were going to take him to Wakanda and 
jail him there. Tried and jailed and all that stuff there, yeah. But like now, like we bring him to the raft. I'm like, why bring him to the raft? No, no. Right. Like I understand it's thousands of miles away in the ocean. Like it's there's thousands of of like thousands upon thousands of nautical miles to get to there. But you mean to tell me you put him in the raft? What happens when a super... Listen. It's all mm. fun and games so the scrolls invade and breaks Zemo out. Mm-hmm. Not, like, if that happens, I... Someone better pick up that phone because I freaking called it. You called it? Give this man his money and his respect. <laughs> like, give me my... Like, give me my... Give me my cred. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I think we can end it there. You know, shout out to Sam. We rooting for everybody black over here. Shout out to Anthony Mackie. You <laughs> shout know. out to Anthony Mackie. You know, shout out to Marvel. This was one of their best storylines in a while, you know, since Infinity War. So, I mean, Endgame. So, you know, this is me being prisoner in the moment, but I'm going to do that for the moment, you know. Um, but, yeah, this is, Baldwin, thank you for being on. Not a problem. Not a problem. You know, y'all look out for this man's voice. It's indescribable. It's indistinguishable. I mean, it's 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 very distinct. You'll recognize it. He going come. He's coming to a wherever near you. So you're gonna hear him near you soon. So <laughs> yeah, but it's your boy Devin Ashby, SKA play by play. It's been the play by play analysis, and we see when we see y'all do says. If you don't know, don't worry about it.